Hello everyone and welcome back to another PC Boys Podcast and today I got the movie review for you. And today, so this is funny because I was watching this movie at legitimately like 2 o'clock this morning before I had to go to work at like 5. Yeah, I was really into this movie. So Alita Battle Angel, this is going to start off as a spoiler free review because this is how I'm going to start doing my reviews. It's going to start off spoiler free and then I will let you know when I'm going into my spoiler review. And I'm giving my grade when I finish the spoiler free review. So both people know um, what my score is of the movie. If you haven't seen Alita Battle Angel yet, you really should. You really, really, really should. Okay? But, anyways. Let's get into the movie review. So... Alita Battle Angel is basically Captain Marvel. Um, when you're thinking of, in terms of story um, and, and basically uh, the, the characters themselves. So they're both strong female characters. Like they are insanely powerful fighters. They both have insomnia and they forget their past life. And are trying to search for that past life. At the same time... One has SJW politics, we already know which one that is, and the other one does not. Yes, it's a female empowerment film, but it's not infused with SJW politics. It's a powerful character that is a female. It's like saying it's a powerful character, but it's a male. It doesn't matter. Alita Battle Angel, okay, legitimately in a lot of ways, is Captain Marvel. It's legitimately the rival to Captain Marvel. Honestly, I think Captain Marvel copied off of Alita, if anything. But, like I said, we're going to go into the two major... Di and we are going to talk... I'm going to do a separate podcast, probably today too, about the differences and similarities between Alita and Captain Marvel. So, we're just going away from Captain Marvel. All I'm going to say is Captain Marvel is mediocre... But trash movie for the MCU, but mediocre movie overall. And then for Alita Battle Angel, this is one of the my favorite movies of all time. And I will give you specific reasons in my spoiler review. So Alita Battle Angel is basically this girl, in, in spoiler free, basically a girl doesn't remember her past. She's a badass and she's trying to figure out her past. And obviously throughout the story, there are a lot of good... There's good character building and world building, right? They're trying to set up a sequel, okay? And they did a very good job at building some stuff. I really feel like the movie, though, in some places had some pacing issues, but a lot of superhero action movies have pacing problems. Like, in the beginning is mainly where I found the problem. As the movie went on, you were very into it. But in the very beginning of the movie, I felt like we were going from one thing to the next too quickly. And that was really my biggest problem with the beginning of the movie. Is that it felt very, like, all over the place. And I was like, oh, this isn't a good sign. But I, at the same time, we hadn't seen any action or anything. Um, so let's talk about the scenery. The, uh, pl the world that this story takes place in. It looks beautiful. I mean, this concept art was made back in 2000. James Cameron was and, and a team of people were working on concept and on this movie back in 2005. But they didn't start shooting anything. They were just making concept art and thinking of scripts. And 
This is based off of the manga or manga or, 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 or yeah, I'm gonna say one of those two comic book and uh, or graphic novel and um, uh, TV show, right? Uh, it was a, t a TV anime. Now, I'm gonna let you all know, I'm a huge comic book fan, I'm a big Marvel nerd, I'm a big Predator nerd, I'm a big Alien nerd, we already know that, but I'm not a nerd when it comes to Alita's comics or the or the manga or, or, or manga comics and, and especially animes. I'm not really much into anime and a lot of you guys know that. But after watching this movie, I might get into it a little bit. At least Alita's stuff, because this movie was really, 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 really good. So, this movie, um, let's talk about the actors. So, um, Marshala Ali playing kind of a bad guy slash pawn in this movie. He's not really like a final boss or anything, but it, he's kind of just, he's kind of, he's literally a pawn. Literally, that's what his character is. He's 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 a pawn. Um, then you have um, uh, what the hell's her name? Sorry, sorry guys. I'm I'm uh, trying to remember the fucking cast. Um, so hold on, just give me a minute. I'm pulling up the whole entire cast. Jennifer O'Connelly, I know, does uh, is in the movie. Um, and there's quite a few Marvel people. Marshall Ali played on Luke Cage as Cottonmouth, and will be playing as the new Blade in the MCU. Obviously, um, Connolly um, has played uh, as Karen, the voice AI for Spider-Man Sue in Spider-Man Homecoming, and played in the original uh, Hulk movie, I think back in 2002 or 2004. It's somewhere in that time. So, let me explain this, okay? The budget of Alita Battle Angel, so I'm gonna go into some of the stuff too. Alita Battle Angel, okay? Box office, 404.9 million US dollars. On a budget of 200 million. That's a big budget, but they did get a profit off of it. They got 209 million... 204.9 million profit. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good profit for a movie that... In my was going up against Captain Marvel, okay? When Cap Disney bought out a lot of different theaters to keep showing their movie. So, yes, Alita was going up against the movie that was leading into Avengers Endgame, the biggest movie of the summer and the biggest box office movie of all time. So, yes, Alita was going to have some box office problems when it's facing a Marvel Studios title, even though it was the most controversial one since Black Panther. But in my opinion, Black Panther, to me, was kind of a dumb controversy compared to Captain Marvel. But, anyways, um, the movie was very well received from fans. Like, okay, so... I find it funny, so if I go to Rotten Tomatoes of Alita Battle Angel, this is gonna blow your fucking minds, okay? I'm going to shed some logic on everybody of why you don't trust the fucking critics. Oh! The score went up on this movie, okay. So originally the critic consensus was, I think, 53% from critics. Now it's at a 61. Looks like the critics had to... Smarten up a little bit and uh, go back to Logicville because this movie was good. 61% really? 
This movie deserved a fucking 80, at the least. Audience score, 93%. The critics, in the beginning, like I said, was at a 53%, night and day. And the audience was always in the 90s. Always. Alita Battle Angel, easily, in my opinion, one of my fucking favorite movies. Like, this movie, dude. Meh. So, let's go, let's go over to Captain Marvel. Like, I just wanna, I just wanna pose this entire fucking bullshit on you. The critic consensus for Captain Marvel is at 78, okay? They were really, really trying to push this movie into the 80%. 78 certified fresh. Alita sitting at 60. It was originally in the 50s, now it's at 62 or 3%. They gained a little bit of logic, but the audience score of Captain Marvel is at 55%. Letting you all know, the audience actually has the voice over critics, because I've said this in podcasts before, critics can be bought and critics can be manipulated with how they review stuff because they can be manipulated to give a movie a, go- a bad movie a good review because then they won't get invited to the next press free open screening to watch their movie. So yeah. And Captain Marvel was also the biggest fucking feminist movie in a long time. Yes, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but still they really hated on the men in this fucking movie. And like to roast them. A lot. So, yeah. Keep politics out of the movies. And that's what Alita did. And that's why Alita, yes, box office wise, it was not even close to as successful as Captain Marvel. But just because you have a big box office doesn't mean the movie's good. Look at Michael Bay's Transformers movies. Okay? Big fuck. And Kevin would disagree with me. He likes the Michael Bay Transformers. I don't. Only the first one really the only one I gave a shit about. The other thing I liked about the Bayformers is Prime just kicked ass. That's about it. But, that's the thing about Alita Battle Angel. The movie is a masterpiece. And fans are saying it. Vocally. Yes, the movie only didn't even make $500 million. It didn't even make a $300 million profit. It made a $200 something million profit. But, this movie by fans is rated really high. Captain Marvel was not. And I told you in the beginning of this review, I'm not trying to compare the two movies too much, but I'm trying to basically explain both movies at the same premise of a strong female character that can kick the shit out of anybody. Literally. The same concept, minus the politics. Obviously, they had their own different stories going on because one's a Marvel with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what they're doing over there, and one is its own standalone story. But the basic concept of forgetting who you are, you were a soldier in the past, that is a spoiler, by the way, but it's not a huge one, I guess, unless you really care about our past. But it's not, like, anything that's going to define the movie's ending or anything like that. It does, but it doesn't. Like, it defines, like, a character moment, but it doesn't define, like, the ending itself. Um, but yeah. It's funny because an SJW movie was being pulled by critics. And both movies were female leads. One just had politics, 
and was very, very much leaning into that leftward politics. And then the other one just didn't have politics. They just had a strong female character. And Alita beats Captain Marvel. I don't give a fuck if you're a Captain Marvel fan or an MCU fan. I'm a MCU fan, guys. I have been there since the 2008 Iron Man. I am an MCU fan just like you. But Alita Battle Angel is better than most MCU movies. Why? Yes, the MCU has great stories. The MCU has great action. Yes, they have great villains. But the one thing with the MCU besides Endgame and Infinity War, you never really feared for the life of your hero dying. Like, yes, you feared for the life of your hero in some movies, and Captain Marvel, you didn't at all. But at the same time, you knew they were going to survive, but they at least made it look like your hero could die and show their vulnerability. Where in Captain Marvel, they just didn't do that at all. In Alita? So, we're going into spoiler review now, because I'm about to get into some, like, shit. Because I have to in order to explain this stuff. So, my, my rating for this movie is a 9.7 out of 10. Go watch this fucking movie. Rent it. If you don't want to buy it, cool. Rent it. At least watch this fucking masterpiece. Show 20th Century Fox there needs to be a fucking sequel. Because this shit needs a sequel. This shit is a good movie. I love this movie so much. Okay? And I'm doing a review while it's fresh in my mind. I wasn't going to do a review at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning when I was tired of shit. And trying to... Like, I, I couldn't even have words. Like, I was so hyped about this movie. I was so excited to get out of work today. Just to come home and do this review for you guys. This movie is amazing. So, Alita in this movie, unlike Captain Marvel... I guess I'm doing a lot of complaining. I guess we're just going to compare Captain Marvel in this. But I'm, I'm going to call it a review. So, Captain Marvel... All of her villains didn't match up to her. Like, literally, you didn't feel like any of them was posing a real threat to her. Nobody did damage to her. Nobody made her bleed. Nobody damaged her suit. Literally, she just kicked the fuck out of everybody. And that was it. In Alita Battle Angel, she kicks the shit out of people. But when her boyfriend... Ah, uh, what the fuck's his name? H Hugh... Uh, Hugo, Hugo. When her boyfriend Hugo helps her out, she's like, thanks. Like, she isn't, like, Captain Marvel was like, oh, I don't need a man's help. You know, we don't need, uh, you know, guy characters in it. Like, they really bashed on the men in the movie. Not as much as I thought they were going to, but they did. In Alita, what they did was they made a strong female character that was not reliant on a man. She wasn't reliant on a man at all. But when a guy helped her, a.k.a. her boyfriend, that's another thing with Captain Marvel. She didn't have a romance with a guy. Or even a flirtatious thing. At all. Which is fine. I get the characters bi and gay. But at the same time, there was a, there's a different... I, I get Alita straight and that, you know, Captain Marvel's not. But Alita, at the same time, though, was a much more... Uh, I guess you could say stronger character because they gave her they gave her downs like Alita got her body destroyed her first body that she's given at the beginning of the movie does get destroyed in her first fight with the ending bad guy even though the end fight isn't even really an end fight the end fight isn't the end fight it's the fucking I don't remember what the fuck they call the sport but it's a sport of like racing with holding a ball or some sort of shit 
that was more like an end fight than the actual end fight of this fucking movie. But this movie was great. This movie was fucking fantastic. I love this fucking movie. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm doing too much opinions rather than actually telling you guys about why. So, um, with Alita, uh, her character cries. Her character uh, gets defeated. She's at the, the point of giving up and feeling betrayed and, you know... She she gets mad with her dad like figure, uh, Doctor. Ah, uh, shit! I forgot what what the fuck uh, his character was. Hold on, let me uh, look it up. I think it starts with an I, if I believe. Remember, I'm not a Alita reader, and I've only seen the movie once, so I'm not gonna remember everything on the top of my head. Ah, uh, what the fuck was his name? The Doctor, the Doctor, the Doctor. Hold on. Alita Battle Angel will go cast shit. So, Dr. Dyson Ido, or Ido. So, um, his character is like the dad. He, he found Alita's half of her body with her brain fully intact okay remember she's a cyborg she's got a human brain human emotions okay human emotions human brain human soul but her whole body face body everything is robot robotic the only thing that's human about her is her brain but that brain gives her emotions that brain gives her character. You know, Alita cries. She gets hurt. But she never gives up. And that's one thing I... That's one thing where Captain Marvel failed and Alita excelled. Showing a strong female character that could beat the shit out of people. But then in the most dire of situations where her body gets destroyed. When she's about to die, she, she attacks the biggest motherfucker and absolutely, like, hits him in the eye with her hand and she goes in. She goes in the eye socket with her hand. Okay, half her body's cut off. One of, like, her legs, her waist, gone. One of her arms is gone. She has one arm. She, put, she doesn't give up. She fights to the end. Her past motivates her, but at the same time, she don't give up, even when they show weakness. With Captain Marvel, was there one point where she looked like she was going to get beat by the enemy, and then just showed grit, and just beat the shit out of them, in the time of her being hurt? No, Captain Marvel got shot with some fucking plasma guns, brushed it off, and then shot photon or blast after her fucking enemies, and punched them. That's it. Captain Marvel is so bad at making a strong female character. Because that's what they were trying to do. That's the whole basis of Captain Marvel. Strong female character that has no flaws, that can't be beat. Alita had flaws. And that is why her character will be ten times better than Captain Marvel. And Carol Danvers. Because she actually got destroyed in a fight. Having half her body, her head, and one arm left. And she stopped the man, or the cyborg, from killing her. 
With one arm, no legs. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. She loses her love interest twice. He's presumed dead. I don't think he's actually dead. I think if they make a sequel, he will come back and maybe be a bad guy or a pawn for Nova. And Nova's like this big bad guy, kind of like Thanos that they're building up to. Like, Alita is a skilled fighter. You're going to watch this movie, but like, dude, Captain Marvel and Alita, they're both badasses. Like, they can kill, like, they can kill people with ease. They can beat people up with ease and don't need to worry about it. But the fact that they make Alita emotionally cry, feel bad, feel remorsed, have down points, that is the way you make a good, strong female character. You don't say she's a Mary Sue, that she can beat the shit out of everyone and nobody can beat her and that you don't need a man and that... SJW politics are the way to go. You get rid of the politics. You give your character emotion. Crying. We have a fucking cyborg crying. Because she's hurt of losing the man. The guy she loves. Crying. Because she doesn't feel fit in. But at the same time. She is stronger than Captain Marvel could ever be. Because she shows that emotion. Tell me one time in Captain Marvel you see her cry about losing something she loves. And not say some smart fucking comment. Smart ass comment. No. That's all she does. That's all she's good for. Captain Marvel is literally the stupidest fucking female character there is in movies. In my opinion. Because Alita, Alita shows what it is to be a strong female minus the politics. You don't need a man to be reliant. You don't need to rely on a man. That is that is ultimately true. Yes, you don't need a man in your life. But Alita shows that you don't need a man, but just because a guy helps you doesn't mean you can't thank him. Be polite. Alita, a cyborg. The only thing human about her is her brain and emotions and personality. She has a boyfriend. She cares deeply about. Yes, maybe the relationship wasn't built up for a long time through um so yes, the relationship could have been built up a lot longer and a lot better. I I can admit to that. That's one of my flaws with the movie. Along with that and the lack of a end battle scene like an epic end fight scene with the lack of that and the lack of the relationship not taking a little bit longer to develop. Like, she kind of falls in love with him at sight. Like, they don't date automatically. Like, at first, he isn't, like, he kind of, I guess, comes to like her off screen. Because they first meet and they, you know, they're chill. They're like buds, but she has a crush on him. But then he's the one that ends up kissing her. But the thing is with the movie and the relationship, it worked. It still worked because each time the character died, the, the guy character... It was sad. Because not only was it sad that he died, but it was also sad to watch Alita be hurt by his death. Seeing him legitimately die twice. Or dying. And she, she, he was dying, but she saved him. But I say that he died twice because technically he got his head chopped off. And was, you know, uh, about that whole dog experiment where they kept the dog head alive by using these tubes flowing blood to the brain. It was basically that sort of thing.
But Alita, the reason I love Alita's character is she has emotion. One thing everybody is talking about with Captain Marvel is, oh, she's such a strong female character. No, not really. She doesn't show emotion. She doesn't cry about something that she loves, losing something. She's just giving smart-ass comments like, yeah, I know I'm the best. I don't need a man. I can fucking keep the shit out of everybody. It's all good. That's Captain Marvel. Alita is like, I love someone. I have feelings for this person. I have lost a lot of people in her past. I've lost my boyfriend. I don't want people around me to get hurt. But I'm coming for you. You fucker that took my... The thing... The person I love the most. You took him away from me. And I'm coming. And at the end of Alita Battle Angel, that's what she's doing. She's saying, I lost. Okay? She's dealing with the loss of the man she loves. Even though, like I said, could have been built up a lot better, but the movie wasn't even two hours long. So, you know, they kind of have to speed it up a little bit. But the romance set up her character well. She wasn't reliant on him. He even asked her for help. Like, he was in danger of dying from a cyborg. This guy's a full-on human. This girl, Alita, went to save him because she loved him. He knew he was going to die, and he stand no chance, and he asked for Alita's help. And I have no problem with a male asking for a female's help. I have no problem, and I've said this in the past, I have no problem with there being a strong, independent female character. But Alita did it right. They gave her emotion. They showed her cry, feel remorse. They, they didn't show her relying on a man. There was some fucking review that I saw from somebody saying, oh, well, all of her character development was around men, based around men. No, it wasn't. Yes, yeah, she had a boyfriend. She literally, Alita... Herself as an action star, literally, fucking can beat the shit out of anybody. The biggest of the biggest she can beat, no problem. She reminded me of the Doomslayer a little bit that way. But Alita? She showed emotion. You're more strong when you cry. When you cry and show that emotion, show that pain, you're a stronger person than holding it in. And looking tough. Alita did something I never thought it could do. I knew I was going to like this movie, but I never thought that it would become a one of my most favorite films of all time. I mean, top five easily. Like, Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Homecoming. I love Spider-Man, all the Spider-Man films. But guess what? Even Far From Home, my favorite, I put below Alita. Like, out of my top five, I would say Spider-Man Far From Home would probably be, like, my fourth or third favorite movie of all time. Alita is in front of it. Alita's either in the third or fourth spot. Alita's one of my favorite movies of all time. Female-led movie. But no politics. They showed what it was like to have a strong female character who wasn't relying on a man. Yes, maybe uh, her boyfriend. Before they were actually dating. I think it was before they were dating. Saved her once. And she said thank you. She was very polite about it. She wasn't like, I'm a woman. I don't need this. She knows she's strong. Everybody knows she's strong. She proved it to everybody. But she was still polite. Why was Alita great? Why was Alita Battle Angels movie better than all these fucking SJW strong female bullshit? They don't shit on the men, number one. But they don't make the character reliant on a man either. Yes, she has a relationship with a man. Yes, 
a man saved her one time. He also called on her help at the end. He knew that she was stronger than him. And he had no problem with it. You see, everybody today tries to make it out where you need to be a goodie. Like, you gotta be a Mary Sue. You gotta be a strong female character with no flaws. Alita has some flaws. She lets the anger get the best of her, not allowing her to analyze some of the situations. Hence why her first body got destroyed. But she didn't give up and finished out that fight to survive. That's another thing. Alita doesn't give up. Even when she lost the person she loved. When she lost her memories. When she was about to die. She didn't give up. And at the end of the movie, when she looks up at Nova and points her sword, that image says, I'm coming for you. You might have taken away the person I love the most. You might have made me forget everything about my past. But I've overcome these obstacles and I'm coming for you. I am going to end this. And I hope when Alita 2 comes out, that if they do decide to have her face Nova, they make it a big, fucking, awesome battle sequence. And if she dies at the end, that makes it even better. I don't think they will kill her, though. But it would make it better because it'd be kind of like a Tony Stark death thing, sort of, for me. The movie had great acting, some pacing issues, but overall, it was heartfelt. Action was great. CGI was amazing. The landscape, the world that took place in was so good. The story was awesome. Romance was believable, even though a little bit rushed. This movie is great. You're looking for a sci-fi action movie that you can get invested into characters and feel bad for them and feel happy for them and feel the sorrow, the pain that Alita feels. This movie has everything from great romance... Great character building, great world building, great action, great visuals. It has everything you could ask for, guys. And that's why Alita Battle Angels is, like, in my top three. I am officially putting this as my top, in my top three favorite movies of all time. Probably number three, because I do love The Predator and I do love Halloween. You know, it's, it's really hard for Alita to beat The Predator, like, the very first Predator with Arnold and Halloween. Not 2018. Halloween 2018 was good, but Halloween won. Alita just isn't going to be able to beat those because those are classics, okay? And yes, they're both of the horror subgenre. Like Venom. Venom is a mid-tier movie for me. Deadpool and Venom are mid-tier movies. Spider-Man is a high-tier movie, but it's below Alita. Like, I have, I have extraordinary tier, great tier, good tier, and tier, and then fucking hot garbage, whereas Captain Marvel is, like, at the bottom of that shit. Spider-Man is at great tier. Alita Battle Angel, Halloween 1, Predator 1, extraordinary tier. Above great. They are, it is, Alita Battle Angel, guys, you, you have to go watch this movie. You have to. You're missing out on an amazing movie if you don't watch this. Yes, you might not be into anime. Yes, you might not be into the Alita comics. But guys, you don't need to be into the comics. You don't need to be into the anime to enjoy this movie. To like this movie. To feel those characters. And to even maybe get interested into reading those comics and stuff. But you don't need to have that prior knowledge to enjoy this movie. 
I love this movie, and it is in my top three favorite movies of all time. And I knew nothing about the character going into it. I All I knew is that it was an anime and a cartoon. I mean, an anime and a comic book series. That's all I knew about Alita. After watching the movie, I'm probably going to read some of her comics now to get more on the character and see more and more about her. But remember, guys, female characters... Strong female characters that can kick ass can be done well. And Alita Battle Angel shows that you can do a strong female movie with a physically and emotionally powerful character without influencing politics into it. If you're somebody that thinks Captain Marvel is better than Alita, all you like is Mary Sue's that can't be destroyed. Men and women, Mary Sue's, both suck. Because there's nothing fun about them. There's nothing wrong with them. No challenges to overcome. And they just beat the shit with everyone. Beat them all up. No problem. Alita can beat the shit out of everyone, no problem. But at the same time, she can still be hurt. Emotionally and physically. But she doesn't give up. And she has emotions. And she doesn't man-hate. And that's very important because a lot of female, strong female movies make men look like either assholes nowadays or like they're um, bitches. They're either the beta male or they're assholes. In this movie, the man, the guy character was not a beta male. He was able to handle himself. But when he came with a threat, a, a normal human man, okay... When he came against the threat of a cyborg about to murder him, he called on his girlfriend, who he knew was way stronger than him, way faster and agile and more durable than he is, to fight him. Because he knew. The, man, the male character was able to be a man, while also allowing Alita to be a strong female character. The movie allowed a strong male character and female character to coexist, but not have the male character outshine the female character. And that was good. Alita Battle Angel shows you can have men and females both be strong and badass kicking characters in a movie. Alita, though, stole the show. I am a Republican-leaning person, but this movie is a female-led movie. A strong female-led movie. The movie was great, not because she was dating a man or because the guy was able to be a guy, but the fact because she showed emotion. She made you care about her, the world she lived in. She made you care about the people she cared about. Alita also just kicked ass. The action sequences were fucking amazing, dude. Alita, show, the whole movie shows you, you can do a non-political Badass female movie without shitting on men. If not shitting on men is easy. You don't gotta throw any, oh, what a dickhead joke in there. You can have men be in the movie and not outshine the girl, but also allow them to still be men. Like, they explain why Alita's strong. She had a programming in her head. She was stolen away, I believe, as a kid. I believe that's what she said. That she was stolen away as a kid. 
became an elite fighter, was programmed with a fighting style in her head, and the body she was attached to during her war and at the end of the movie makes her even stronger. And they explain why she's strong. They give you an explanation. Captain Marvel, or yeah, Captain Marvel, they're just like, yeah, she got Kree blood in her and she got powers from this fucking battery or whatever the fuck. Core of a fucking jet. Cool. They, ex they explained it, but at the same time, they also just made it all about women. They didn't make men be able to coexist in that movie. Besides Nick Fury. But in Alita, they showed men and women can both coexist as strong characters. While not having the male outshine the female who is clearly the main character of the movie. And that's how you have to do things. Because if you're just out there making men look bad or women look bad in film, the movie sucks. Then it's either sexism because you're being sexist to women or to men. And that always ruins the quality of a movie. Just have it be neutral. This movie did it. This movie, yes, had an agenda to make a strong female character movie, but I'm not against female leads. I'm not against strong female characters that can kick the shit out of everyone. If they have, if they explain the reason why they can, which they did in Alita, it's fine. It's good. It's a great thing. When they have emotion and they show that they can be hurt emotionally, that makes it great. Alita shows emotion. Alita shows overcoming obstacles at the lowest points and shows not giving up. Captain Marvel just shows that she's powerful and can kick the shit out of people. She doesn't show any overcoming an obstacle. Alita and Captain Marvel both didn't remember who they are. Came to remember who they are. But guess which one showed emotion? Alita. Guess which one showed that she can coexist with men? Alita. And that coexisting with men was able to make her character stronger. Both movies had a male character trying to suppress the female character and figuring out her true past. Because then it would make her really dangerous. Big difference is, in Captain Marvel, the man was just a douchebag was the bad guy. He, he was the bad guy. In Alita, it was because it was a father figure trying to protect her because he sees Alita as his daughter. So, basically, that is why the movie, in my opinion, is better than Captain Marvel by a long shot and why it's one of my favorite movies of all time. They made a strong female character that was able to be overpowered as fuck but also cry, show emotion, be connected to other characters, including men. Because, you know, in today's PC culture, that can't seem to be a possibility. And they did an amazing job with it. They made Alita an amazing movie. But yet the critics don't like it. Why? It doesn't man-hate. That's one reason they don't like it, and it's not political. That's why critics don't like it. It's why the PC culture doesn't like it. The political correctness culture, not the pop culture, which is what RPC stands for. Pop culture, not politically correct or politically correct culture. No, we're about pop culture. This movie, though, you guys have to see it. Girls, guys, whatever you are, 
watch this movie. This movie is a great movie. I am a man. Republican leaning. And this movie's in my top three favorite of all time. And I love the female character in it. Does that really speak sexism to you? Does that speak that we men don't want female characters? No. It says we want these characters, but done well. And that's the difference between Captain Marvel and Alita. One was done well. The other one was not. That's all I have to say about Alita Battle Angel. Visually, the movie was great. Had a great script. You felt for the characters. You cared about the characters. You wanted more stuff to happen. Action was great. Like, some of the best action I've ever fucking seen. They explained everything that you needed to know about why Alita is a st physically strong female. They did everything that needed to be done. And that's why I give Alita almost a perfect score. The reason I'm not giving it a 10 out of a 10 and only a 9.7 is because, like I said, pacing issues and the, rom the romantic element and ro relationship could have been drawn out a little bit and, you know, waited on before they were like, yeah, they're together. Could have waited on them a little bit. But not every movie's perfect. I understand that. But with the end of this review, I want to let you all know that... Um, we are going to probably be doing uh, a review. Well, me at least. I'll probably be doing a review on Blair Witch at and Resident Evil when I complete that game. But Blair Witch at some point probably in October. Probably late October. It depends on how long it takes me to beat the game. Because I'll be in school and working on the weekends. And when it's hunting season, I'll be doing that. So... We will see how long it takes, but when I finish Blair Witch, I will be doing a review. That's the next review that I can list out for you guys. Because I know a lot of you guys like our reviews, but it's uh, it's really hard to say what I'm going to be able to review. Obviously, I'm going to review Doom Eternal when I finish that game, but that game don't come out till like, late... Uh, yeah, I think it's late November or mid-November, but that game's still months away, like... From August, you got September, October, November. You still got like three, four months when September hits until that game gets a review. August, we're in August. And Blair Witch comes out at the end of the month, meaning your next review will probably be in September. Uh, and then obviously you'll get your review for um, Doom Eternal probably in, in December or late November. And those are the only things I have for you for reviews right now. Because movie-wise, I think this year is about wrapped up for me. For me, at least. Maybe not for uh, David and for Kevin. But for me, the movie year is wrapped up. Alita. I, I have it now, but Alita's not in theaters. Godzilla's not in theaters. Bumblebee was done. Um... Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, a lot of the movies that I was going to do reviews on and stuff, either A, I wasn't able to see, and I'm going to have to wait for Godzilla to come out, obviously, to get that, but... So there's that, and then there's just, you know, it, it's really hard to be able to come out and be like, yo, we're doing all these reviews when we don't. Like, Kevin and David, like, when we all get back together when school year starts, and we really got to figure out when we graduate how we're going to do PC Boys all together... 
Because David still hasn't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, so we can't do the Spider-Man Far From Home conversation. And that's what I wanted to do with them next, because that was the biggest summer thing. But I can't do that because David hasn't seen it yet. So I have to wait on him for that. But don't worry. We will get to that Spider-Man Far From Home group dis discussion at some point in time. So, yeah, I will let you know if there's any movie reviews that we're going to be doing. But I think movie-wise this year, I'm done going to the theaters. Next year, I'm going to see Godzilla. I'm going to see the next Halloween. I'm going to see the Marvel movies of next year. Black Widow, obviously. That one is going to be a definite. And, yeah, I'm going to the movies next year, but for this year, I don't know what there is. I don't know what there is left to watch that's decent that I'm looking forward to. There's nothing really here that I want to listen to. And... You know, watching movies, you know, you gotta watch what you want to watch. Kevin and David might have some things that they want to watch and talk about. That's fine by me. Uh, I believe that they have their own podcast channels. They should probably, like... They should probably title them, like, PC Boys Kevin or PC Boys David or something. Like, I'll probably tell them to do that so that way they can do their own podcasting stuff. Because PC Boys, the main channel, is... Us as a group and me by myself. But I think they should make their own separate PC Boy accounts. So that way you guys can go listen to them and their takes on stuff when we're not talking as a group. And their um, content. Because I know they have anchor accounts. But I, I'm going to, when I meet with them, when school starts, maybe I'll tell them in the group chat. But that they should start their own PC Boys uh, podcast channel. And then I'll link it on my Facebook page so you can go watch their stuff um but yeah it's been an incredible road pc boys we are uh almost we're getting close to a year i think we started in february of this year it's not gonna it's gonna be not too long before we've been around for about a year Yes, maybe we don't. We haven't picked up a whole bunch of traction, but it might take a few years. I kind of expected it to, and not to mention with the lack of uploads over the summer, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. But thank you very much for listening to this review. I know a lot of it was me saying it was a great movie and not explaining it until, you know, I got the hype out. But this movie did a lot of great things, and I really enjoyed it. So thank you very much for listening. Uh... And I can't wait to do my Doom Eternal review and do my Blair Witch review. But I'm really grateful for the fan base that we have. And I'll see you all in the next one.